It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour, bonsoir, welcome to the rendezvous. I'm Simon Marcel. This thick accent of mine is French, straight from Paris. Before I uh, start to take new calls, I want to share the result of this polls that I put on my Instagram account at Rendezvous Radio. We love when you answer the polls. So there was this question: Have you dealt with lying in your marriage before? 60% of you said yes, and 40% of you said no. Wow, a lot of lying around here. So uh, be honest. That's the first advice of tonight. Any other questions, of course, call me 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. Any questions about your relationship? Darlene, bonjour, Melissa. Welcome to the rendezvous. What is up tonight? Bonjour. I... I have a boyfriend and his best friend is married and his wife is just unbelievable. I can't, I honestly can't stand her and I've tried everything to not allow her to cause me grief and stress, but I just, I do not get along with this woman and it's unfortunate because we spend a lot of time with them, you know, Mm -hmm. as a couple and her husband is my boyfriend's best friend and I don't want to take him away from his buddy, but I just can't seem to be around her. I don't enjoy her company at all. And so I'm just not sure how to navigate this. Okay. So it comes down to a simple question. What is more important to you? Your boyfriend or your frustration with this woman? (laughs) My boyfriend, obviously, but that's why it's, you know, I'm... So, so... I, I understand where you're going with this already, and I just, it's Trust me, I, uh, I, this woman is unbelievable. Do you remember when we were all in high school and one of the classmates would really get on our nerves? Do you remember that? Or or a teacher? How would you handle that back then? <laughs> I feel like we almost <laughs> communicated more when we were younger. Do you remember <laughs> how you used to ignore somebody when you didn't want to speak to somebody in high school? Just they didn't exist anymore in your world, right? Well, it's still the same trick, right? You love your boyfriend, you don't want to you know, creates the problem, this woman get on your nerves. You gotta you gotta, you know, take one for the team there. I guess I do. I know. I've been trying. And it's hard because my boyfriend actually can't stand her either. So he already knows what's going on. Well that makes it easier then. You can both, you know, kind of like bitch about it. Right? You can just, when she's not here, it could be a good conversation to have. Hey, can you remember, can you believe she said that and so on? <laughs> that yeah. keeps that keeps the conversation so, interesting. I guess what you're telling me is I just have to humor her. Yes. Uh, and then when she's gone, you and your boyfriend can really badmouth her. She's not listening. So she, <laughs> be, that should be fine. Just like a, it's going to be a relief, right? A therapy session. Oh, my God. Like that. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Well, thank All right. You, Simon. <laughs> You're welcome. Have a good night, Melissa. You too. I mean, that's a key question. How do you deal with people who get on your nerves when it comes to your relationship? Stay with me. I'll tell you that next. Have you ever been in a relationship and someone, or maybe more than someone, got on your nerves really badly? Usually, there's sometimes problem with the you know the in-laws. Uh, sometimes it's the brother, the sister, a cousin, a crazy drunk uncle. There's, there's always somebody you find out at the wedding, usually those things. How do you deal with this, right? I mean, all of us have been in a relationship at one point. Someone, a best friend, got on, on your nerves. This is what I've learned. You've got to prioritize. 
you've got to be able to like say, I don't care about this person, this person. I love my partner. And that is my priority. And as long as you keep that in mind, my priority is my partner and not his family, his best friend, whoever is getting on my nerves, you'll be safe. You want to know how I've learned this? Stay with me. I'll share a personal story next. So years ago, I was dating this lovely, lovely woman, and we were in Paris, right? And she lived in the south of France, in Marseille, a town in the south of France. And um, one day she said, I would love for you to meet my parents. Let's go to Marseille. I said, let's go. I go there. And the dad has the thickest southern accent you can find in French that is just very, very annoying. And he pushes it on me, and he's talking to me, my ears off, and I find myself in the living room alone for about an hour and a half that day, and he's talking with his accent. So I got a headache. I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to deal with him? And then I was mad at my girlfriend for leaving me alone with him, okay? So I made a mistake of telling her, oh, you know, your dad and his accent's like, oh. And then she got mad at me. And I said to myself, never say anything anymore about her parents and just ignore it. Prioritize. You love your girlfriend? That's all that matters. So don't forget that. Priority. That's the key to happiness. You call that next. 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? You just call me now. Morgan, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Morgan. Welcome to the rendezvous. What's going on? What do you do when you've been in a relationship for 10 years? I've been with my, my boyfriend for 10 years. Uh-huh. And he just told me he doesn't love me anymore. He doesn't want to talk about mm. it. He doesn't want to try and, you know, make the relationship better. He just, he wants to end it. I mean, after that happens, how do I go back into the dating game? How do, what do I do? Okay. <laughs> uh, Morgan, uh, just out of curiosity, that happened so brutally. So there was no time like in, before any red flags, it just happened to tell you, hey, you know, I don't love you anymore. And you guys, is that what happened? That's exactly what happened. I mean, wow. I, I'm numb. And he doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want to have a conversation. And it's just like all of a sudden my life was with someone. And then the next day, literally, he's gone. Okay. So th- there's two things. There's an expression that I love, which is clean the past to kiss the future, right? Clean the past to kiss the future. Meaning you got to give time for you to you know, detox from that and to regain confidence, to regain peace. And for now, you're not, I think, in any situation to date anyone because you're so shocked and numb by what is done to you. So uh, it's like, just imagine this. Imagine you love dancing and you broke your knee. You can't dance anymore, right? It would hurt. Well, when it comes to dating, your heart is broken. You can't go back and, and have somebody touch your heart. You've got to go baby steps. You've got to relearn how to gain confidence. So my advice to you is not to try to date anybody for now, but to heal yourself, to maybe seek the help of a therapist or uh, write on a journal. That's a great way to detox from a heartbroken situation is to write on a journal the whole story in your own words with all your anger, all the tears, because then you get it out of your mind. So if you can't talk to a shrink, talk to your notebook and then clean the past. When this is done, you'll find some peace then baby steps. But it's a step-by-step process, Morgan, and you've got to take the time to first do the step one before you get to be able to dance again, meaning finding somebody else. I feel better already. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. We've, I've been there. Listen, I've, so three times in my life I had my, my heart broken, so I had to yeah. do the same work. Clean the past to kiss the future. It works every time. 
Thank you. Uh, all right, Morgan. Good luck to you. Call me anytime. I will. I got to go to my Twitter account because I got this DM about somebody receiving a gift and something is up. That's next. Stay with me. If you have a question for me but you can't dial in, you can always send me a DM at my Twitter account at Rendezvous Radio. Trish, what's this Twitter about tonight? All right. So this Twitter DM says, my ex bought me a laptop for my birthday because he knows I need one, which I think is amazing. But my boyfriend thinks it's inappropriate and he wants me to return it. I have absolutely no romantic feelings for my ex, but we're still friends. And my boyfriend doesn't have money to buy me a laptop himself. And I really do need one. So is it really a big deal if I keep it? Ooh, that's a good question. Your ex gives you a laptop and you're wondering if you should keep it? Let me answer that question next. So here's a question I got. What would you think if the person you're dating received a laptop for their birthday from an ex? Do you think they should keep it or you think they should give it back? So I think you should give it back. I think no one gives such a big present for no reasons. I mean... You know, I'm all about being in peaceful relationship with our exes and, and stay, you know, like in a good terms if everything is good. But if I was your boyfriend, even if I can't afford it, I would think the guy gave you a laptop to get something in return. I don't know anyone in the world who would give a laptop to an ex just out of his good heart. I just Maybe I'm wrong, but my advice to you is, I know you don't want to hear this, give it back and find another way to get a laptop because... It's kind of a fishy thing to do. So give it back. That's my advice. Any questions, call me, 855-905-8255. 855-905-8255. You have a question for me about your relationship? Just call me. Cassandra, bonjour. Bonjour, Simon. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to the rendezvous, Cassandra. How can I help you tonight? Oh, thank you so much. I'm late 30s and I haven't been able to really get onto the dating scene. I've never been married. Um, mm-hmm. I've just had casual relationships. And, mm-hmm. you know, I tried online dating for Tinder and things like that. And I just haven't found a niche. So I'm having problems really finding somebody I connect with and okay. would actually okay. be worth having a relationship. Okay, um, you said that for you've never had a successful relationship. You're in your mid-30s. Have you not had a good love story? Uh, you know, unfortunately, I really haven't. Okay. I've, and, you know, I have been told that it's a lot of the times it's because of my dedication to my work. But I don't buy it. because No, no because there's a lot of hardworking people that are, have wonderful dating life. And so, Cassandra, here's the secret. It's always about something that you desire more than anything. So next time you go on a date, okay, be honest, be yourself, and don't make any effort of any kind of not being yourself because either somebody is going to love you for you or they're the wrong person. So don't put any pressure on yourself. You go there, casual, in a good spirit, you feel the chemistry good, you don't, you move on. But there is no secrets on how to date well except on the following your intuition. Be yourself, follow your intuition, and have fun, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I can completely see what you mean. I think yes. that after so many years of it not working out, maybe I am going into it maybe negatively. 
A, a little bit, a little bit. But I get it. I, I get it. So it's like, you know, we live only once. The French have the mm -hmm. joy of life, la joie de vivre. And it's exciting just to go to a date. Even if it doesn't work, you meet somebody, you have coffee, you, you ask questions, you ask you questions, you go from there. It may work or not work, but it's fun. So go yeah. at it as a fun moment and then go from there. I like that. Thank you very much. You're welcome, Cassandra. It's going to happen for you. Don't hide behind work. That has nothing to do with dating. Zero. All right. I'll All definitely go out there. Okay. Good luck to you and have a good night. You as well. Thank you. Talking of hard work and dating, there are people on the other side of the coin who use hard work to not date you or not to spend time with you. And I want to talk about these people next. Stay with me. Have you ever dated somebody that you really liked, but you barely saw them, but they were never available, but they took hours to return your text or your phone calls and hide behind, I'm so busy. And then you didn't know what to do and you endure the unacceptable because you love them, because you, you thought, oh, they work so hard, I love it. Here's the trap. When you're madly in love, when you have found somebody, could be your other half, your soulmate, I will never believe you don't have 10 seconds to send a text thinking of you, love you, call you right back. I don't bite. And I'm mad about this for a good reason. I'm going to share with you a personal story next, and you'll understand why I'm mad about this. That's next. So I'm going to tell you a story that, you know, I'm not proud of, but that's the truth. Years ago, I dated a person and she was a lawyer and I really liked her. I think I liked her more than she liked me. But at the beginning, we're having fun, we're dating, we see each other. And little by little, you know, she didn't answer my text in time took hours, things change. And it was all about, I'm so busy at work, I'm so busy at work. So I respect hardworking people. She's a lawyer, she's in a law firm, she's working. But after a while, my therapist said to me, my shrinky said, but wait a minute, eight months ago, same job, she was able to answer your text in a couple hours. Now, she doesn't answer your text, but she has the same job, or she doesn't call you back the same day, always in the name of, I'm so busy at the law firm. And me, sucker that I was, I bought it for too long. So don't do like me, do better than me. Don't let anyone tell you they can't answer your text because work is so busy. Everybody has five to seven seconds to say, miss you, love you, can't wait to see you. You call that next, 855-905-8255. Simon Marcel, one of the reasons I wanted to do the rendezvous every night is to hear your romantic story, all the positive, loving story. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Catherine. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> you have a romantic story to share with me tonight? I do. I love listening to your show. And one of my favorite I... parts is all the romantic stories. And so I wanted to share mine. Please, I dated please. a man, um, I want to say about 10 years ago. And he was one of the most romantic people that I've met in my life. And one thing that he would do was just leave me little notes in my car. Um, so I would, when I will go to work in the morning, I would just find them in my windshield. And it was very romantic. Oh. But one thing that he did that uh -huh. really caught my heart was when he found this really romantic LP of boleros. It's like really romantic Spanish songs. And he 
was able to record it onto a CD, and he made himself the cover of the CD. Very artistic, very beautiful, and he left it in front of my door. So one time when I came back from work at night, I found this amazing gift in front of my door. And I love that. I just, oh my God, I, I love that man very, very much. I, I understand. Romantic. Were you, that CD, were you listening uh, to it over and over and over? Yes, I still have it. I still listen to it. Also because it's very old songs and uh-huh. these are songs that my mom and my dad used to listen to. Oh, so it's wow. Just that romantic. I know. And so... I mean, every time I listen to it, it just remi- it just gives me this happy feeling of that. Yeah, love and and this is possible. And there are men that are this romantic and and, and generous. And, so, mm-hmm. and thank you for for sharing that story. And there is many romantic men everywhere in America. And every time we hear a new romantic story, it shows again, no love without proof of love. That CD is a CD of love. And I'm glad you yeah. have it. No, this keep it all your life. This is a precious CD. It's simple, beautiful, romantic, and enjoyable every time. Thank you for sharing your story with us, Catherine, tonight. I really enjoyed it. You're welcome. Thank you, Simon. You're welcome and have a good night. Okay, you too. More rendezvous next. Bonsoir, it's Simon Marcel, and, and thank you for listening to my show tonight. I know it's late, and um, sometimes, let me tell you the truth, I drive home, and I'm relieving the show, and I'm relieving, you know, your stories, or a call, and I'm wondering, you know, I said this, and I said that, or, and sometimes it's just relieving a love story, and I'm kind of that funny mood, and in a good mood, and you have no idea how much it impacts me when I hear all those calls. So thank you so much for that, and thank you for making my, my life so exciting at night. Uh, and by the way, you can always tweet me during the show or even during the day. What do you do while you're listening to The Rendezvous? I'm just curious. What do you do when you're listening to that French accent of mine and all the phone calls, all the questions, and all the love stories? I'm intrigued. Send me a message on my Twitter account or my Instagram, just at Rendezvous Radio. Simon, I'm doing this. I'm just curious. I would love to know what you're doing while you're listening to me. Have a good night, and I'll see you tomorrow. Bonne nuit, les petits. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.